Baker Woods. You're 20. This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for bookstores, cool chatbots, and the explosive relationships you'll only find in. You've got mail. Well, rev up your modems. Or an earful of you've got mail. The Ultimate Hacker Podcast. Fans of cinema. Cyber. Hope I'm much like. That is, if you're not some no good. Superstore. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little internet protocol, and we'll even have something for your inbox. You got mail. Yes. Those are very powerful words. Hello and welcome to an earful of You've Got Mail. I'm I out. have mail. Whoa, whoa. You always, you always jump in early. I, I feel like uh, you get one sentence, I get one <laughs> sentence. That's in their contract. Is that, is that how this works? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to let you like steamroll me for 15 seconds. Certainly not. Yeah. How are you doing? Herbie Ackles here. Doing pretty well. Going to introduce yourself to the uh, audience? I will. I am Alan. Okay. Thank you for responding. Uh, this uh, we are. Um, I don't know where we are in the rankings of top. You've got mail podcasts out. Uh, I think we're getting pretty high up there. I think so. We're getting a lot of engagement. We got some good feuds going. Um, you know, and I think uh, I, I will say this. In the end, I think we offer a deeper and richer and better form of analysis than any other podcast in the market. I think that's absolutely true. Well, great, uh, and I let's keep up the standards. One more uh, star star filled episode of Earful of You've Got Mail. That sounds great to me. Wonderful. Uh, anything else uh, we do before the theme song? Uh, I will say I so I'm going to stop talking in single sentences now. Um, I will <laughs> I will say I'm staring at a beautiful beautiful picture of Tom Hanks reclined i don't know if you, you're frozen at the first frame but i've got tom hanks just kind of reclining back staring up into the nothingness um it just he looks very comfortable and content do you have that you got uh, that photo framed upon your wall yes i've, I've actually last but I, in preparation for this episode i i figured i would i would just it's one of those office inspirations and underneath it says relaxation <laughs> This totally could work. This still could work as a yes, as a as a subversive. What well, wasn't even that? It wasn't like office inspirations. It was like that, like think inspirations or something. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Well, we we will be analyzing the 13th five minutes of the movie you've got mail. Spooky. Uh, a 1998 film. It is spooky. Today's the yeah uh, Friday. It is Friday. Even it's wow. It's, yeah, yeah, Friday the 13th uh, episode. Um, and uh, we'll be breaking it down. So um, We're recording it the week before Christmas. Uh, you should hear it sometime in January or February. Of 2021. Yeah. Ooh. If wow. man is still alive. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll also see theme song.
right, welcome to. Do I have a little drum solo I added? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say. So what? Um, th- I mean, we've already got a. What do we call him? A, a goof? Uh, uh, the goof squad. <laughs> what do we? We. Are, I can't. I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the segment. Our, our segment is news, news feuds, views, views, and views screws. And screws. Okay, so yeah. we've, we've already got a screw. No, I just said I added the drum solo, which great. is that somehow some computer sounds interjected themselves. I, I do have one screw uh, mm. from last episode. Uh, there was we said there's no other changes to our to our delta in our setup, uh, and there, there wa- weren't. There was one extra oh. change I forgot. Okay, go on. Uh, I replaced the battery in my backup uh, audio recorder. Okay, and that was the uh, what was that called? It was the gamer battery? Uh, the the um. Duracell Optimum. Yeah, so now we have the tuned, if you hear any, for, tuned for maximum power and uh, life. Absolutely. So yeah. if you hear any difference in the backup recording, we're not releasing. Uh, that might be the difference. Uh, news. Should we at some point release all of our backup recordings? I've been deleting them because they're backups uh, <laughs> and they sound bad. So <laughs> like right. if, if we release this, something real bad has happened. Sure. Uh, news and views? I don't think so. Uh, feuds. There, we actually do have something ongoing. Well, it is Christmas time. What better time to reinstigate our feud with Chip Davis? We need not Chip to, Davis publicist. We well, have no feud with Chip Davis. We have no no. Chip Davis is a wonderful man. Um, yeah, I mean, so Chip Davis is all over the news these days. Uh, in that he is. You've been um, hearing uh, missives from him. I hear him all the time. He <laughs> comes on. I listen to the Mannheim Steamroller Christmas Channel on Sirius XM. And um, Chip Davis just just pops in occasionally, and it's as if I'm talking to him on my radio show, but I'm not because he's on Sirius XM. So what a what a frustrating experience because you just want to like grab him by the shoulders and say, "Get me in contact with Terry and Michelle." I know. I want to say, Chip, Chip, they're they're keeping you from us. <laughs> it's so sad. So sad. Right, we made it through. We did. Uh, so that opens up the door for a segment of we send an email to uh, Terry and Michelle. I think, yeah, that, I think that's worth considering. I'd say we'll put a pin in that maybe later in the show. Yeah, I mean today's going to be a little light. If you've watched, <laughs> if you've watched these five minutes, uh, you will know these are not the most action-packed. I think there must be some sort of mistake of in your recording because this is, cannot be five minutes. This <laughs> seems like this must be like a minute. It seems a lot shorter. Yes, yeah. I think there's a lot of dramatic pauses. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so we've got a lot going on um, around that because there's not a whole lot going on in the movie. Uh, and, yeah, we'll maybe write an email later. But before we get to that, we should do our um, favorite segment. I, is it your favorite? No, it never has been. But I okay. thought I would say that for some reason. Someone's favorite. It's some, uh, Seven someone, billion people in the world. Someone out there must just love this segment. And yeah. that is uh, You've Got Spoilers. Correct. Yeah. This is where we... Uh, you know, read through a, a detailed summary of the entire movie. 
so that you know what we're going to be covering today. We, we don't want to catch you off guard, you know? And you don't want to catch us off guard. Yeah, it's like a sleepwalker. If you catch a sleepwalker off guard, they might, you know, have an aneurysm and die. Is that a thing? I'm not sure it's an aneurysm, but, you know, they say don't wake up a sleepwalker. Huh. At, least, at least in movies. It might just be because that's a good bit. Uh, but I, I can think that's true. I, I'd say if someone's walking in their sleep, probably wake them up. Uh, movies tell me otherwise. Mm, okay. All right. So walk us through. Speaking of speaking of sleepwalking, yeah. um, walk us through these five minutes. I'm going to be like reading most of the same sentence from last <laughs> time because it's basically the same. Joe gets drunk and on his way tells his best friend that he doesn't like Kathleen Kelly at all and hopes that the woman he's about to meet is nothing like her. But as soon as he reaches, he finds out that his online corresponder is none other than Kathleen Kelly. Undermined by the fact that it was her, but thrilled nonetheless, he goes up to her and joins her for coffee. He doesn't reveal that he's NY152, rather pretends to wait with her while she tries her best to tolerate him. Over coffee, their conversation... She does try pretty hard to tolerate him. Eh, it's hard to tell for sure. <laughs> we, we, we don't know what's inside her mind. Uh, there was, if there's like a, it, like a little uh, on-screen display of, of effort. Over coffee, their conversation takes an ugly turn. Oof. And they have a fight. Are they, do they have a fight in the next five minutes? They're, they're, uh, it's they a, have, I mean, It's sure. a passive-aggressive spat. Yeah, you could you could call it that. Uh, so yeah, and then they have a fight, and then I'll cut off there. All right. Well, that has been you've got spo- uh, who's got spoilers? Uh, we do. We've got spoilers. All right. Um, <laughs> are you gonna leave it going? You want, oh, you want yeah, awkward? No, we got we got other music. Okay, that's we've true. Got, that's true. There's that's no true. reason to fixate on the on the who let the dogs out midi. We've got, we've got this. We've got Model Girl here. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in the Wire Club chat, which, of course, we're in because we're recording an episode. Wire Club, where people meet. Yep. Uh, we just we were he- we were in the chat. Uh, Greg Wren, 1969, joined the room. Greg we- is a great addition. Great addition. We both uh, welcomed Greg Wren with open arms, and he immediately left. So uh, that's that's how that goes. Um, just gonna take a little, take a quick little screenshot of that. Um, apologies <laughs> if you hear any screenshot noises. We are, as always, in the <laughs> over thirties room at wireclub.com. Uh, I am NY one five three, and I am NY one five two. Wonderful. Uh, so that's that's cool. I have a uh, numerology content later in the uh, in the app. I do not. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I believe, are we doing the setup first or key line pie first? Uh, we will do key line pie first thing. Well, no, wait. <gasps> no, we should do setup first because we have a very important setup thing that has been very tempting to me, but that I've been resisting because I wanted to wait until we talk about it on air before I engage with it. Wonderful. That sounds very promising. Yes. Uh, so do you, do you want to talk about it or should I talk about it? Uh, well, I, I have some setup notes and i'm not actually sure what you're talking about okay so my setup notes i for the first time uh if you notice the videos looking nicer i have uh, an led ring uh shining in my face in front of me so oh uh, yeah the the video cast that we do yeah simultaneously 
the engagement is not as strong, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's you gotta you you uh, pivoting the video is huge for podcasts these days. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, you, you you've got to be. What, so what what do folks have to do to get in on the video? They've got to be. Uh, you have to be a inner earful club member, and then they've got to be close enough to see your laptop screen. Yes. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Good. Yeah. That's that's good. Keep it, uh, keep it small. Yeah, uh, I am. Uh, I I didn't want to uh, touch your Coke Zeros because I'm not sure how many extra you had. So I, I, I we're always a little tight on Coke Zeros around here. So yeah. I decided, even though it's it's pricier, but it was higher stock. I am drinking one of your Red Bulls. Oh, oh so. yeah, those are higher stock. No, I mean you're welcome to Red Bull anytime, but they are definitely higher stock, uh, higher um, price. But, but uh, well, but they're not. Stock. I mean, they're, they're close. Um, really? I am Coke Zero is much cheaper. It's possible. I am also drinking a Red Bull. Okay. Sugar free. Uh, nice I, I poured it into a coffee mug after drinking a cup of coffee. I've never coffee. done that. I've never poured Red Bull into any other it's, vessel. It's it's I it's only wonderful. Drinking out of the can. Yeah. Um, and I have got uh, the other surprise. Is this the snack surprise? Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that. Nice, nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Skittles. Yeah, uh, this is, this is a, uh, you know, let's see how this is an addition to the show. I think this might uh, take the next level. I think uh, it might be bad, us eating potentially chewy candy on the air. Well, but we'll find out. This we'll might find be, out. This could be a podcaster's uh, friend or a podcaster's foe. <laughs> so it's this, the, they're these uh, yogurt-covered Skittles. And they're called Skittles Dips. Skips? Dips. Skips. Uh, Skittles dips. Yeah, skips. Skips. And they are, yeah, they're they they're large. They're larger than a normal Skittle. So I believe they're a Skittle with a creamy yogurt flavored coating, which is interesting. And yeah. we've got a bowl of them here, and so they, I haven't tried one yet. Are we gonna try them now? Uh, I have them in front of me. Very hard to tell the difference because they all are kind of different colors of green. I, I thought there were only two colors. I thought it, it was pink and and greenish gray. There are, in fact, I believe all of the five standard. <laughs> Uh, no. You have strawberry, green apple, R.I.P. Wow. R.I.P. Lime, uh, orange, lemon, and grape. That is very hard to tell the difference. I believe so. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. All right. Well, you know, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna pop one. One of the pinkish ones or non-pink? I'm gonna pop a pinkish one. Yeah. I'll, I'll pop a pinkish one. All right. Here we go. Hmm. That's interesting. That's pretty good. I. I'll say this. I. Don't think this is great to eat on air. No, no, it's and maybe, maybe I will not have a second one on air. Yeah, no, your your chewing sounds are not adding. Well, to the I'm broadcast. I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm adding to it. Okay, I'm it's trying a to pr- proof I'm trying of to make proof mine of chew. A little, trying, there, I'm trying to make mine quiet. I have a few extra scraps of pure yogurt. I'm gonna eat those because I think mm. those are fair. Wow. So review, I think that's pretty good. I think a, a skittle alone is harsh and acidic. Mm-hmm. No, uh, this does kind of mellow it out. Yeah, uh, I will say this: uh, not not good to eat on air, though. So no, no, not a good not a good podcast treat. Yeah, but what's the most podcast friendly treat you can think of? Um, bread. Ooh, yeah. Let's get some, get some uh, bread spread <laughs> for next time. All right. Um, and then so speaking let's of see. treats, speaking of treats, key. Li- we should have key lime pie. One of these times. Oh, while, actually, have a yeah. That'd while be we're huge. doing key lime pie, but um, yeah. So I have actually. I mean, I have several. I still need to choose between. I had. I narrowed it down <laughs> to some finalists. Um, 
but I've got quite a few possibilities here. So I'm. Just I gonna... had a few I crossed out, and when I when I got my third hit, I was like, "Yeah, this is it. This." Yeah. Is it. Okay, I've got one. I've got one. All right, are we ready? In the sure. old wire club. Uh, Killing pies, where you find the uh, line in these five minutes, which I think grabs the the heart of of these five minutes and the soul, possibly and, the soul, arguably and, the soul, and the mind, and ah, the body. The, yeah. And and, and the, the loins and the loins of these five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Three. Three. Two. two one. one. She Who had cares to be. about Kathleen Kelly. I wrote she had to be. 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 I don't remember. She had Sock-a-tum-bee. to be. Sock it to me. Uh, she had to be. She had to be. Well, we'll hear it. All right. It's well, a big sure line. I'd say a key line in my okay. mind. Okay. No, that's that's all right. What do you think about my line? Uh, it's it's a line. Uh, do we want to give our, our our backups really quick? Yeah, I mean, I have so many backups. I have how, two backups. How many do you want? Uh, my silver. Pl- give us silver and bronze. Pl- bronze place. Okay, so, silver. Silver for you Ready? is. Is oh, we're, gonna, we're each, oh. each. No, let's let's alternate because. Okay. Uh, you silver. You want to read it? No. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I need to type I mean, it. Okay, it was, your what? silver I'm is... I'm not going think... to read my own key lime yeah. pie. What are you talking about? Okay, well, give me a second. Uh... How long does it take to alt-tab back to the wire? Okay, code? I'm there. Okay, all right. Hi. Three, two, one. I'm I just trying to pay you a compliment. you discover a lot of things if you really knew me. Okay. Both good. Uh, there are a lot of lines in these five minutes. Yeah, that uh, it's a, a feast for lines. Okay, now right, the bronze place. Now the bronze, bronze. Three, yep. two. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not ready. Okay, okay, okay all right. Okay. Ready? Yeah, all right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Please, well, this please is me. a coincidence. Wow. Oh, please, please leave. Oh. <laughs> I, Beatles I, I, was, I was wondering <laughs> why they were referencing a Beatles song. In, uh, okay. All right. Well, this is a coincidence. Please, please leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Six different lines. No matches. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are. There's a lot of talking in these five minutes. So you know, we'll, we'll a lot get of into squawking. That. A lot of lot of squawk. There are squawk boxes this whole time. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Um. So yeah, are we um are we ready to ready to get get it playing here? Any other? Sure. I'm ready. I'm ready for sync. I'm ready for sync. All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to sync now, which means that you at home are going to be fine. But you who are not at home are going to go home. Grab your 13th spooky five minutes of the movie You've Got Mail from 1998, uh, starring Mae Ryan and Tom Hanks. Grab that. Uh, make sure you've got the 13th five minutes. It's going to seem like less than five minutes, but if you check the time code, it's definitely five minutes long. I think I think it only seems less while you're watching it. I think when you're when you like are just holding the chunk I, in your hand, you're gonna look at that chunk and you're gonna say, eh. "Yeah, eh. It's, eh. Uh, yeah." So, uh, but get that get that prepped, and uh, we're gonna get it prepped on our side. Give sure. us about uh, fifteen to twenty minutes or so. Get some get some holiday specific uh, gear going. You know, oh, get yes. your witch's hat on. You know your black cats and your for the pumpkins friday the 13th yes yeah, absolutely absolutely yeah um and um and prepare and um, get your mpv loaded uh and uh ready to go i got mpv uh, M- uh ygm underscore segment underscore 13 on mp4 ready to go yeah i i say get your um vlc 
loaded. <sighs> it plays everything. That. I don't know about that. It does. Uh, okay, I'm ready to go. So. Uh, I am also, I've been ready to go for a while. Okay, so five. Five, five, four, four, three, four. Whoa, two, no, one. whoa, hold on. Are you kicked out of the room or something? <laughs> no, something. <laughs> Apparently dragging a window to the side in, in, in the new OS ten makes it um makes all the windows get really tiny. <laughs> Perfect. I, I've always wanted to make all my screens really tiny at once. <laughs> I thought we discovered all of the all of the problems with it last time and it's still surprising. Okay. Fall Harry right. over here. We're good now. We're good now. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, five, 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 four, three, two, one, four, four, three, two, one, three, three, two, one, two, two, one, 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 go. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. perfect okay. save. Wait, this wait, wait method sounds crazy, but is actually, I mean, it's been resulting in perfect sinks every time. So, I, is that is that really true? Because I yeah. feel like I'm not even sure whether. Well, you're always you don't have to worry about the sink out there. I'm the only one in here that has to worry about the sink, and I'll tell you, it's been perfect every time. Okay, if it works, it works. If it works, it works. Yeah. Okay, so now we got and the movie going. Let's 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 chop this down. We have uh, I'd like to say very pretty. Uh, one scene. <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, one and a half maybe. Uh, I don't think so. Well, we've got out outside and then inside. We're at Lalo's the entire time. Yeah, we've got Lalo dash exterior nighttime. <laughs> okay, let me check the script. To <laughs> and see. then we've got Lalo dash interior. Nighttime. Yeah. Okay. So, summer. Oh, no, wait. I need to, uh, the actual, the actual script. Yeah. You don't have the actual script up. No, I have it now. Exterior at 83rd Street night. Uh huh. And then they reached exterior Cafe Lalo Continuous. Uh huh. Okay. So that's where we've been as it starts. And then I think you will see interior Cafe Lalo Continuous. But you say continuous. The fact it's continuous, I'd say, is the same scene. It's continuous. Well, that's why I said one and a half. I would say one. Okay, you've got, I mean, you've got one dot one, which is the outdoors. Well, and you've there's got one dot two, which is the indoors. We have substance. We have two substance. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We have two major substance. We have sub substance. Sub. We have sub substance. We have out exterior before Joe sees her, and then after Joe sees her. How things change. Uh, and then we have interior. Which is Kathleen alone, interior, uh, Kathleen and Joe Fox, and then after Joe Fox stands up. So those are arguably three subsins inside. Yeah. Would you like another take? Okay. So this Which is ma- and yeah, and this is part of what contributes to the length or the lack of length or the weird weirdness of the length of this of this episode is. It's, like, oh, it's a veritable Russian arc. Well, I mean, unlike, I mean, pretty much every other five minutes we've dissected so far has included multiple scenes. Yeah. And, you know, with pretty dramatically different, I mean, you know, going from one place to Plenty another. One, yeah. And here we kind of, we slow it down. We, we take it down a notch. Well, I think the movie tries to make this kind of the, um, like, the emotional core of the movie in some way by mm. directly lifting uh, a scene from the original Sure. Shop around the corner, and they they do not rush it. It goes, you know, and I, we can talk about how well they achieve this, but I think they really mean this to be a big centerpiece. Sure. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so uh, I'd like to speak about all the substance in chronological order. Uh, yeah, as long as we talk about the um, the first scene, primarily. Okay, well, I'd, I'd like to talk... By primarily, do you mean first, or...? I mean only. Okay, well, I'd like to talk about all the scenes. Well, I mean, there's only one scene. Okay, all the substance. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Uh, okay, so scene number one, we have... Uh, we have uh, Kevin Jackson at the window. Uh, where we last left off, he had told us he saw a very pretty woman inside. Yes. But and no this book. Is, and this is, of course, the continuation of the, I believe at this point, the third Dave Chappelle cameo. Is that where we're at? At least four. Four. Okay, the fourth Dave Chappelle. A lot of Dave Chappelle cameos. I would say he's playing the role of Kevin Jackson. By the way, he says there's a pretty girl inside, no book. And then we see a lot of shots interior. Do we... We should be able to see who this bookless woman is. Uh, it's a good point. Um, and I don't think we well, do. There, I mean, there is, there's a woman behind to the right of Kathleen Kelly. I don't think, I mean, one, but she's, it, she's, if she's, you can see Kathleen, you can yeah, see her. Right. She's off in the shadows. It would be, I mean, maybe the angle, maybe, but yeah, you're right. I mean, from the door, she's going to be, if anything, harder to see than Kathleen. Yeah, uh, there's. Uh, do you sketch out all the tables at Cafe Lalo? Because I did. I have not, but I'm looking forward to your analysis of this. I will, though, before you get into that, I will. I will posit one other theory here, which is that uh, Kevin Jackson is um, an inside man. Yes, uh, is joking about the other woman. I've heard of Joe Fox, but Joe King he is. Yes, he is joking. <laughs> he is joking, but the other woman. Okay, okay, let's, let's listen. Us. Let's oh. listen. Oh, okay. Are we, oh, we're, I see. We're looping already. Right, wow. loop. Time flies. <laughs> All right. Okay, wait. Wait, wait a minute. I right, look, there's a book with the flowers, so this got to be her. And what does she look like? <laughs> Can't see her. Wait, it's blocking. Damn it. Oh, hold on. He's moving. He's moving. Yeah. Ah, uh, can you see her? Can you see her? Yeah. And she's very pretty. She is! I knew she would be! She had to be! She had to be! He's shaking a fence. You know what? Oh, I wrote she that was... down. I now know what you're talking I mean, about. She with almost them. has the same coloring as that Kathleen Kelly person. Kathleen Kelly of the Little Bookstore. Well, why not? You said you thought she was attractive. Absolutely, yes. Why not? Who cares about Kathleen Kelly? Well, if you don't like Kathleen Kelly, I can tell you right now, you ain't gonna like this girl. Why not? Because it is Kathleen Kelly. End sub-sub-scene. Yeah, that's a good division. Yeah. So we get some great Joe Fox neurosis here. It's it's a bit it's a bit much. Mm, it's I, about I, right. So I would say I am in the meantime. Let's 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 actually screen the shop around the corner Why right now. Don't you now. go in, Cody? I really think you should go in and keep your date. So this Our is just... they're walking up Why to it right now. In, I really think this you is should go in and keep your date. Crawlick, Jimmy Stewart, and his older. All right. 
just listen to their like tones. Now, Pirovich, I don't want to know what she looks like. Uh, if she's bad looking, I've had enough bad news for today. And if she's lovely, it'll just make it more difficult. So don't tell me. No, I won't. Now, what's the name of that book? Anna Karenina by Tolstoy. Anna Karenina. Anna Karenina. And a red carnation is a bookmark. Red carnation. Uh, let me see. Just a minute. We continue to be outside. We see no interior shots, only the frosted window. See anything? Not yet, sir. Oh, there's a beautiful girl. Really? Very beautiful. But no book. No, no book. <laughs> Quick. Quick. Wait a minute. I think I see it. Yeah. Right here under the window. Uh, yes. Uh, Anna Karenina by Tolstoy. That's right. Uh, and the carnation. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't see her face. She's sitting behind her clothes like... There is a cup of coffee on the table. Yeah. She's taking a piece of cake. Uh -huh. yeah. She's dunking. Well, why shouldn't she dunk? <laughs> all right, all right. That's a good line. She's leaning forward now. Uh -huh. She... Boy, can you yeah. see her? Yes. Is she pretty? Very pretty. She is, huh? Mm. I should say, uh, she looks, she has a little of the coloring of, of Clara. Clara? What, Miss Novak of the Shabia? No, Karlik, you must admit, uh, Clara's a very good-looking girl, and personally, I always found her a very likable girl. Yeah, well, this is a fine time to talk about Miss Novak. Well, if you don't like Miss Novak, I can tell you right now you won't like that girl. Why? Because it is Miss Novak. So that's that's, that's it's a, nicely delivered. It and and to compare the difference, uh, with, well, I one, guess one is a real human interaction and the <laughs> other isn't. I think that's there's a clear difference there. Which I do think there's un, uh, uh, reminiscent of Kevin Jackson talking about bringing everything to the next level. I think this movie <laughs> takes everything in its own world's invention pretty well, but it's like this old scene. We can't just do it. We need to up it a notch. <laughs> so instead of in the original scene when he says, like, she's very pretty and Jimmy Stewart continues to stand in the doorway and kind of nod and you see some subtle reactions. Instead, Tom Hanks and Joe Fox, like, grabs a fence and acts like he's being electrocuted. Says, yes, oh, yes, she's pretty. <laughs> Which is so, it's a very weird choice. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, everything, everything was more intense in the 90s. Sure, and I guess it's worth mentioning, I guess, one difference in, I guess, the context of each of these two scenes. So if you remember in the shop around the corner, right, I do. right before this happens, before their scheduled uh, you know, blind date meet up finally, uh, literally like an hour before, Krolik, Jimmy Stewart, has been terminated from the store. Mm. So he is actually at a place where he does not feel comfortable going through on it because he is ashamed that he is now fired. Oh. So he actually wants his co-worker, blanking on the name offhand, the older, uh, you know, I don't know if the German accent or what, but he wants his co-worker to give her a note. But he kind of wants to know what's going on before it starts, but he doesn't want to have the interaction, as he says, uh, if she, you know, it's, he wants to know as little as possible. You know, it, it's only going to make his day worse. Uh, but they get a little interaction before they start, and it's only the fact it's it's so, yeah different different framing. <laughs> Res, the, the reason Kevin Jackson's here isn't exactly clear. Like, is it just to calm him down because Joe Fox is just spazzed out? <laughs> yeah, Joe Fox needs a buddy here, 
and then right i mean it's it's not like he needs it's well i mean as it turns out he kind of did need him because uh that because his date would have recognized him but he wouldn't have known that going in so yeah well, it doesn't... i mean he could have looked at the window just as easily right no i know that's what i mean you know i mean the only concern would be that he would be recognized but he wouldn't know that he would have been recognized because he thought it was some random anonymous woman so yeah i mean the reason jimmy stewart goes with his co-workers because he literally does not want to see her because he wants to kind of keep a distance whereas you know joe fox just wants a preparation you know he got, he's gonna see her unless yeah. like the fact that, like she is like if she's really a dog man uh maybe he would actually bail completely possibly yeah possibly snuck a skittle in there oh yeah very good how did that one go for you nice they're um yeah i mean i think i like them a lot more than normal skittles it, i think it's a really it, it really smooths out the uh the uh the, the 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 taste i mean as someone who does not like skittles i think this is this is a way to eat them that is not unpleasant i i agree i think it really takes it up a notch uh by the way just uh, like emerald just like emerald bam uh the, mentioning kevin jackson uh versus uh, the original shop around the corner worth mentioning too in the original you only get the interaction from the outside with him saying, oh, you know, it is Miss Novak. As opposed to Kevin Jackson, you actually get a, a point of view shot of him looking at her, and then you see his face being baffled, and then you kind of see him formulate the response. Uh, a little bit more hand-holding as opposed sure. to him just, I mean, we all know what's going to happen. I think we didn't really probably need that first-person shot. But, you know, it's... Is that a good addition? Well, I think... I mean, this is a portion of the movie that you just kind of... You just want to take your time and live in for a bit. Do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, why would it be so pleasant otherwise? You've got these, like, beautiful Christmas decorations everywhere. Um, It's, you know, a nice evening. Um, Like, this is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. I just, I think Joe Fox's energy makes it not fun. That's true. That's true. It's, it's, it's weird. I mean, people, it's, you know, we can get to kind of like the, the difficult parts of like his actions, his choices here. Sure. But yeah. mostly like. No, to be yeah. clear, I'm saying everything up until the point where he enters oh. the cafe. I'm not oh, saying sure. once he. Well, no, no. Once Even he enters, out- then it's then it's not necessarily supposed to be enjoyable. But. I think him outside freaking out is actually extremely unpleasant to watch. I agree. I, I think, I mean, that notwithstanding, the rest <laughs> of that scene is constructed to be extremely pleasant. I mean, we're outside, and I, I think the inside of the, of the restaurant is right, much more also pleasant. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, well, the, but then we get to the interpersonal drama, which makes it a little less pleasant, but unless you love... You know, verbal sparring. Uh, yeah, I can take it or leave it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So yeah. So he's he is outside. He is heaving. I wrote the word heaving. I thought that was about right. I mean, he's going. She had to be. She, she had to be. You know. I mean, he's he's like really really up on it. Um, it's, it's his broad comedy mold, which is I don't think the best fit. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think it's just the, it's the tonal shift. I mean, I, I think uh, Tom Hanks going broad is great. He's a great comedian. Sure. But I, I, I don't know. I just don't think it's... Maybe just because, like, 
I don't really get his motivation right now. It's a bit odd to me. Right. I heard that skittle. <laughs> you can't, I don't know what you're talking you about. You can't hide. You can't hide a skittle. Okay. On, on, I, I got to got to try. You can't. You can't. I I gotcha. Um. Okay. So yeah, I wrote great holiday moment with the lights. Um. Yeah. I thought it was very pleasant. And we get our key lime pie. Who cares about Kathleen Kelly? Oh, yeah. my key lime pie. What does she look like? <laughs> Can't see her. Wait, it's blocking. Damn it. <laughs> Hold on, he's moving. He's moving. Yeah. Ah, uh, can you see her? Interior shot. Can you see her? He's baffled. You get two shots of him. Yeah. Yeah. And she's very pretty. She is! I knew she would be! She had to be! She had to be. She had to be. Keyline. She had to be! She had to be! Like, what a... Like... It's, I mean... It's it's a sense of entitlement. She has to be pretty well, for me. Well, it's, uh, it's also kind of the, like... I mean, he is... Who cares about Kathleen Kelly? There's, there it is. Okay, now let's listen. Let's listen what's going on. I can tell you right now. You ain't gonna like this girl. Why not? Because it is Kathleen Kelly. He rushes up the steps. He looks in the window. He sees Kathleen Kelly. So what are you gonna do? Nothing. 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 You're just gonna let her wait there all Yes, night? yes, I am. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Good night, Kevin. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> so, this part is uh, kind of the like the motivational construct here is is markedly different, right? In a sense of like, yes. do you want to keep the chair guy in right now or no. later? No, I don't. Okay. No, we'll get. Uh, to, I've so, got a whole. I've got a whole thing about him. So yeah, I, he's great. We'll save him for later. Um, because in this case. Uh, we don't have the situation in Chopper on the Corner where they are, um, you know, direct competitor, like like business rivals, right? I mean, they're both, you know, they don't get along super well, whatever. But, like, it's not like they're actually, um, you know, fighting one another for, you know, like, like you know, c- competing in, in the business world with one another. Well, I, 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 I've made a few notes here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that if you talk about... Uh, what makes the shop around the corner work? And I, I probably want a whole sidebar about this because mm. I, I uh, have now read the original Hungarian play uh, and revisited uh, the screenplay. Uh, but I think what really makes the difference here it is, you know, it's kind of a classic man comedy insofar as there's a certain expectation in the audience that there is going to be a, you know, unification at the end. It's how they get there. It's how the things, you know, it's it's the textures of how they reach this spot. But the main the main problem is there is a lot of, I think, sublimated care they have for each other throughout. But they dislike each other largely for forces out of their control. In 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 you've got mail. The forces are they are actually competing firms. Yep. And in the original, it is just the fact they cannot care for each other as people because of essentially the decommodific like just i mean the essential like heavily co- you know commodification of their roles inside the industry which is in the shop like they aren't really fully people 
They uh-huh. are being bossed around by each other. Sure. Krolik is the head clerk, so he bosses around Miss Novak. And, you know, I think Miss Novak is a very proud person who has a very high esteem for herself. She does not think she's just, you know, a lowly worker. And the fact that, you know, she's bossed around it all is enough to make her loathe uh, Krolik. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I, I get that. I think the um, the difference I see in the dynamic here is when he finds out it's her in in, in this situation, his his uh, immediate instinct is essentially to be vindictive or to you know to like to to turn this into an opportunity to take it out on her. Whereas I think in in Chopper on the Corner, there's a bit more of the kind of like. Um, Sidebar, let's actually listen to the rest of the outdoor scene in Chop, because I have this still going right here. Outdoor scene. Oh, sure. Krolik looks inside. We don't see another shot. We just see his back looking in the window. He turns. He smiles. How oh. Uh, give the note to the waiter now. No. Well, what do you want to do? Let that poor girl wait? Well, why shouldn't Miss Novak wait for her? For the last six months, she fought with me every day. But still, she wrote those letters, my friend. My misfortune. Goodbye, Permitch. Goodbye, Connie. Thank you. And end scene, they walk away. Wow. So, I mean, if you talk about, like, there is something where there, you know, you could call this maybe some, you could, I mean, I think uncharitably, you can call that a sense of entitlement Krolik has. Like, he's entitled to be treated well. He's entitled to be, you know, respected. Uh, uh, I mean, I read but, it more but, as, um, but, <laughs> you know, disappointed, kind sure. of forlornness. It's It's the, like... But he's also being vindictive, the fact that, you know, Miss Novak is mean to him sure. at work. Yeah. Yeah. And he wants to kind of, you know, uh, says, wants to, you know, why, why should it be nice to her here? But I think part of it is the fact that he just feels that he has not been respected as a human being at work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. by the same note, uh, he says, that, you know, he, uh, you know, just wants, you know, it's if, if someone disrespects you as a human being to that extent, you know, why do you have to owe them that you know, uh, you know, reciprocal kindness, and I think that's the overall, th- you know, theme of the shop around the corner, which is in a very harsh world in which people are effectively, I think, you know, it it, it kind of put at ends even within this, you know, one firm. They find ways to be generous through scheming, you know, and I think it really is about Krolik finding ways to actually be very kind through manipulation and and you know conning her but he's actually doing it to actually buoy her feelings and to actually you know, create a better kinder uh less transactional outcome so that's that's at least how i read that and then and you've got mail yeah and you got mail that's okay compare that it's you know joe fox we don't really i mean we don't know what happens next uh but you know he you think but his, she's a- I mean, the reason he says, okay, well, I'm going to leave then is is much more out of – it's it's not so much he's now 
I mean, he's certainly also disappointed, but like his primary motivation at this point is it's much more like swipe left. Yes, is like how do I make her feel bad? Would you mind if I sat down? Yes, yes, I would. Actually, well, we I mean we don't know what goes because that's what he's saying outside. What he's saying outside is I'm not even going to engage because I don't owe her anything. You know, we 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 had this transactional you know hookup. And, uh, you know, it's just not a good fit. She's a pill. <laughs> Goodbye. She's a pill. She's a pill. Uh, yeah, so I think, I, I don't know. Um, but uh, c- compared to, I think if there's one thing, I just want to talk a little bit more of the shop around the corner. I was like rereading it, and I don't know if we talked about, so he had just been fired, you know, from, from the store, from this man who's kind of a very fatherly figure, and he fires him after nine years working for him. And there's, like, actually, I think, a really rich scene in which he gets his note of recommendation. And his note of recommendation is such a dry note. It says, he worked for me for nine years. He started in the front. Then he got promoted to the junior clerk. Now he's senior clerk. You know, he is, you know, comes with the highest recommendation. It's just like, it's like, that's nine years of your life right there. It's like, geez. Uh, you just, it's, just like, it's just, like, could be just kind of uh, a form and and I think that's part of it. Like it's like, boy, he doesn't feel like he's a whole human being. He just feels like you know he's been you know eaten up and chewed out by this by this firm, which just kind of has kept him away from other people that he could have been closer to, and just has wasted his life and time. At least is my reading. Meanwhile, Joe Fox is full of life because <laughs> he doesn't have a real job. He's just like <laughs> he's just like a weird gadfly who is you know kind of the PR guy. Not a great job. He you know Kevin Jackson does a real work for the industry. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. I, I think in the same, it's like could have been closer if not for. I'm not sure. Like, is the competition the firms kept them apart? In a way, yes. Because they, you know, they could have hit off at the party otherwise, and, and in person. Yeah. But like, I don't. I mean, it's <laughs> he's just a weird person in a lot of ways. Sure. Yeah, he demonstrates that in this scene for sure. Sure. Uh, well, one note. How I? I don't think you can read the book at this distance. Look how small the book is. I don't see a book yet. Okay, you're gonna view the book. Books on the table. Okay. Yeah. And can you read Pride and, Pride and Prejudice? She's very pretty. There is. I mean, I'm sure he just kind of assumes. Sure. Well, you can reading see a book title from that distance is near. Well, impossible. you see, and you see the flower. The fl- of course. You know but I mean, it could have been a different book, as opposed to an original. You could actually read Anna Karenina. Well, because it's through the window, or it's it's as if in the original, it's as if she's like sitting right by the window. That she, he's looking she, in. she is, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, any other thoughts about the sub sub scene? No, no. I think we should go to borrow this chair, uh, guy. Now. Okay. So now this is sub sub scene two, sub yep. sub scene one. Kathleen alone in the cafe. Cool. So we'll we'll get to. Oh, oh by the way, one more note. See you in the morning. Uh, you know, <laughs> just I I really do like that. Oh yeah. Just very very cold. Uh, and it d- does say that, yeah, no matter what, the real the real lifeline in his is just the daily so what are you gonna do? the daily stand-ups with Kevin. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You mean nothing. You're just going to let it wait there all Yes, night? yes, I am. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Good night, Kevin. I'll see you in the morning. 
And I think part of the difference is Miss Novak was probably meaner than she had to be. Is Kathleen Kelly meaner than she had to be to this point? Not no. really. That's not really part of her personality well, she, at all. Yes, I mind her. She's kind of just like a weird, like, pushover we missed, we missed in real life. Guy. Oh, frick. Um, Look at that. He's, he's looking for... Well, okay, without the audio, let's describe Chair Guy. <laughs> so, Chair Guy's looking for a chair. Um, oh, are we are we tuning into this or not? Um, so, uh, I guess we'll catch him next time around. So, um, so Chair Guy is um, at a table in the back right. I would say this. It's it's helpful to think of the the entire back left quadrant of the restaurant is a two wide, three long grid of tables. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and some are s- smaller, two-person tables, and then you have at least w- one four-person table, and then one which, yeah, I guess two four-person tables uh, in in column two. And so, and so, chair guy's sitting in the in the back uh, right. He's in he's in row one from the top, column two. Yes, and he is. It's a table with four already occupied, and he needs a fifth spot to sit with his his pals. Apparently, yeah. And so he's headed at Kathleen's table from the front, which is she is in row three, column two, two down from the full table. Sure. Uh, the 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 table between them is fully filled with four people, so no no spare chairs there. However, if you look, the table behind Kathleen has is completely empty. Yes, with, with two free chairs. Yeah, so there are <laughs> so in in column one there are you know talk about all three column one row one row one you have a table of two both filled uh, row two column one you have a one occupied one free so this is I'd say objectively much much closer than yes. the, <laughs> and then finally you have another table which is, just has no one there and two free chairs. So you've got several other options. And his path, I mean, so he asks Kathleen for the chair. She denies him the chair. He then continues on a path past her table and around the back and makes a beeline for the table with uh, that he's apparently sitting at. Well, no, he, well he goes to a row two, column one, the one with one person in one empty chair, and asks her, and she says yes. Oh, does he really? Yes, he does. Oh, that happens very quickly. Well, he he's a quick operator. Oh, so I okay. I'll have to watch it quick, uh, close to this time. I I thought he found a chair near his table or like at the table that he that he was going to. But row two, column one is closer to his table. You see well, in the sure, background, yeah. that's her. You see her kind of oh, quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the yeah. one, and he says like, "Are you using that chair?" And she oh, nods. Wow, no. wow, yeah. he's quick. Which that should have been his first. You know, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, it's it's. There's it's, several other better options. Um, but there's other – so I, I would say my broader um, – or, well, here's my question. Okay, go. Um, if you've been in this situation where someone asks if they can borrow a chair. No. What's it like? Have you never you never been in that situation? Been in that situation. You have? No, oh, yes. Obviously, I've had. Okay. Have you ever said no? I mean, yes. Because, um, I mean, like, I think – for example, like pub trivia. Mm. 
sometimes you have some chairs and sometimes it's like you know it's your teammates chairs okay okay and they're like they've what if they just like stepped away for a moment yeah sure all right have you never said no i was trying to think about it i can't think of a time i've said no i guess like pub trivia is also a very that's a very likely time because you yeah do have a lot of people competing for a small number of chairs yeah and points and points um, but mostly chairs mostly chairs uh yeah so no i mean right and i mean i guess yeah i just in general um i guess i just don't go to many places that are scarce on chairs i don't know maybe that's you know yeah <laughs> you call ahead and say before i do i, show I say up, please ensure that actually i mean i i do uh please ensure that, <laughs> that all my chairs are are there before i arrive um yes all right should we li- can we listen to chair guy this oh, time yeah, yeah, yeah. for real all right Good night, Kevin. I'll see you in the morning. I can hear this guy. <laughs> Can't get anything by you. Okay, listen. You mind if I borrow this chair? Yes, yes, I mind. Sorry. <laughs> I'm expecting someone. Okay, there he goes behind. Oh, wow. Oh, he's quick. Oh, and so he goes to the other table. He grabs the chair. She just nods. I mean, it's like using this. He's like, no. Very quick exchange. And now we get some tea action. Listen to this. Would you like another tea? Yes. That's that's Lalo. Yep. Of Cafe Lalo. (laughs) He grabs like a couple sugar packets and she had one extra. Nice. Really loading that with sugar. Um. Then Joe Fox enters. Okay. And sub sub scene. So, um, so he asks if she wants more tea. She then puts her hand over her chest as if to say, "Oh, I'm stuffed." <laughs> <laughs> I guess I missed that. That's funny. Yeah, she puts her hand on her chest, like, "Oh, so much tea, just you know." Um, she says yes, though. And then she says yes, which is a weird. I mean, her body language says, "I couldn't possibly drink any more tea. My stomach is full." Well, she's also which, struggling to figure out, you know. Uh, the right placement of the flower inside the book, which implies you know, there's a just, lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot of like just kind of clumsiness, you know, in this awkward time. Sure. Oh, and the new tea has arrived. Tea consciousness. Oh. No, no, you are not staying. I'll just stay here until your friend gets here. Yeah. So, um, the um, we don't know what kind of tea. We just know it's tea. So unfortunately, you know, that's going to make it a little harder to make that drink of the app. It's not, yeah, I mean, it's the heavy makings of it. It's like, wow, tea and it's functional, but like, boy, just tea? That's not going to fly here. Uh, by the way, uh, helping us uh, consume more time, want to hear the equivalent in the original shop in the corner? Oh, of course. Oh, I see you're reading tall stories on a Karenina. Yes, oh, actually, hold on a second. I guess I don't have uh, the... Um, the part where she's sitting alone, but I do have the lines from the script in front of me, so I can just read through that sure. really quick. Uh, please, please do it in a um, in, in an old movie voice, though. In a Hungarian accent? No, in a in the oh oh no oh yeah oh yeah. I don't. No one talks like that. People. It's like oh shucks. Oh shucks. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Okay, I'm gonna search for dunking. Okay, why shouldn't she dunk? All right, she's leaning forward now. Blah 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 blah
Okay, so then uh, inside, someone asks, "Excuse me, miss, could I have this chair?" She says, "Oh no, no, you can't. I'm expecting someone. He should be here any minute." That's all right. That's carnation, huh? Uh, so I think actually the waiter is the person who asks because he's actually moving around for the customers. Mm. Says carnation, huh? A few nights ago, we had a case of roses. Turned out very nice, very nice. <laughs> but once, about three months ago, we had a very sad case with gardenias. She waited all evening and nobody came. And we cleaned the cafe underneath one of the tables. We found another gardenia. Imagine wait, wait, wait. the man must come in, take a look at her, said "fooey" and threw his gardenia. Uh, is your is your clock a little fast? Mine says. I think she says like is your clock a little fast. She's worried. It's like it's like listen, you have nothing to worry about. A pretty girl like you, if he doesn't come, I'll have a carnation myself. Uh, so then then he then he comes in. Um, so. That's a, uh, you know, uh, similar thing. A lot, lot of yeah, chair. Sim- similar to asking for a tea refill. A lot, lot of chair contestation. Yeah, but less waiter talk. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I, I think just cl- like good screenwriting when you just have some uh, roses, carnations, gardenias, you know, when you just, you build a structure out of different like flowers. That's just, you know. Like the rose parade. Like a rose parade. Absolutely. Why not? Who cares about so, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. chairs are all, like, you know, chairs aren't going away. I can tell you right now. Um, you ain't gonna like this girl. That's true. They're they're timeless. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then, so Joe Fox enters. Enter Joe Fox. Enter Joe Fox. Sure. And he gets right into, I wrote down, gets right into being the worst version of himself. <laughs> I would say the best version. By, by the way, uh, do you notice what's in the back of the room when he enters? No. Uh, it's uh, Justin Trudeau. Oh. Nice. Uh, insofar, it is a, uh, a statue of a Indian, as in India, the country India. Sure, yes. Indian man with a turban and jet black skin. Okay, and uh, that's Justin Trudeau. Oh, you, you know, you don't remember Justin Trudeau when he dressed up as at Halloween? And he I got don't. Tr- no. Yeah, he he wore blackface and a turban, uh, <laughs> and got in a lot of trouble for these old photos. But like, it's it seems in 1998 a bit insensitive to have this weird blackface turbaned man right near the door. Well, but, wait, maybe it's actually of it's Lalo. Yes. No, I mean, it could actually be an Indian man. It doesn't. <laughs> no one in the world has skin like that's literally jet black. And I don't know. Like, and just take a look at it. Okay. As, as I'll Anders. take a look at it. Eyeballs open. <laughs> um, so it's coming up really soon. Oh, okay. I'll keep my eyes. Okay, right behind him. Right behind him. I don't see. Oh, you missed it? I missed it. Yeah. I By the clock? Okay, right, right the there, phone? to the right. Oh, oh. I mean, <laughs> that. I mean, it's a statue. It's a statue, but like it is a like a minstrelly statue. Yeah, on a minstrel scale zero to ten, I call it a minstrel nine. Okay, all right. The lips aren't like gigantic and 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 red. Yeah. But like other than that, it's about as I think minstrelly is. Okay. And like, he, what was he doing? He's like holding extra menus. I don't know. It's just it's a bit weird. Yeah. Um. Is that is the is the the minstrel number in White Christmas? Did they when they colorized it? Did they remove? Was there blackface they removed? I've never looked into that. What do you mean when they colorized it? When they colorized it? What do you mean when they colorized it? Was it filmed in color? Yes, it was filmed in color. Oh wow! I always assumed you know it's pretty early to be colored. <laughs> no, not at all. 
1952, isn't it? Uh, no, it's post-war. It's <laughs> I'm confusing when it's set from when it was shot. All right, let's move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, like Christmas, uh, 1954. It's 1950-something, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, even no, later. I, I realize that now. All right. So as we're going to go around, let's let's get another another quick dose of a uh, shop, just because, you know. Oh, I see you're reading tall stories on a credit, huh? Yes, do you mind? No, no. I just didn't expect to meet you in a cafe with tall stories. That's all. Quite a surprise. I didn't know you cared for high literature. There are many things you don't know about me, Mr. Crowley. Uh-huh. Oh, so that one's inverted. Uh, have you read Crime and Punishment by Dostoevsky? No, I haven't. I have. There are many things you don't know about me, Miss Noah. There we go. As a matter of fact, there might be a lot we don't know about each other. You know, people seldom go to the trouble of scratching the surface of things to find the inner truth. Well, I really wouldn't care to scratch your surface, Mr. Crowley, because I know exactly what I'd find. Instead of a heart, a handbag. Instead of a soul, a suitcase. And instead of an intellect, a cigarette lighter. Which doesn't work. Well, that's very nicely put. Yes. Yeah, uh, comparing my intellect with a cigarette lighter that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting mixture of poetry and meanness. Meanness, let me well, tell don't you. misunderstand me, Mr. He's, he's sitting down, so wow. this is a good place to break. I mean, these are, the, the, yeah, this is really close to line for line. It's close, yeah. yeah. I mean, things are things are changed to a degree, but a lot of the heavy structural lines are lifted word for word. By the way, KZSU Stanford, you're listening to Earful of You've Got Mail. It's unlikely. I think it's more likely listening on the podcast, and then it's not. I don't know about that. These days, these days? These days, people are, radio is king. Radio is king, baby. Uh, yeah, National so we'll, emergencies just bring out the best in radio. Absolutely, you know. It's, it's, it's round-the-clock So in, in that, it's worth saying, Krolik, more than anything, you could say that's kind of demanding. It's like, you know, get to, like, treat me nice. I deserve, mm. like, you can read this as kind of like an incel rage thing. Mm. But I think it's, you know, at some point, he is making, the, I think, the proper statement that he just wants his humanity recognized. Well, because that's the whole theme, as you established. Yes, exactly. And yeah. I think, you know, and, and she, you know, Novak, is, I think, so kind of just, like, haughty that she is, like, really so just is looking to immediately just dunk on him, you know, out of the gate and just really not even give him a fair shot. Sure. Sure. Yes, yes, you know, he's, pretty, he's a pretty cool guy, though. Um, so then, so compared this to the hostility, does Kathleen Kelly, for the, I mean, for for I think perhaps the business reasons of their competitors, she feels like I cannot treat you as a human either. Yes, yes, I might. Uh, yeah, or also, I mean, it's like it's not like he's been friendly to her, uh, you know, and also, I, I mean, she's clearly he, very he got her, he got her uh, card swiped. That was pretty friendly. That's true. That is true. Um, but also, <laughs> she's very preoccupied, and you know. She's reading a book. Anxious about yes, she's reading a book. She's deep in literature. I have been um, attempting for a while to figure out which edition of Pride and Prejudice that is. It has like a gold kind of climped looking cover. Oh yeah. And I cannot find I looked on like uh online booksellers for like literally like hundreds of pages and could not find this edition. As opposed to the edition that uh he reads from earlier. 
you recognize that? Uh, I do not. Well, he was reading the companion to the A&E BBC presentation, a modern library release, introduction by Anna Quinlan. Oh. That was back when he was pairing it. This is a coincidence. Would you mind if I sat down? Yes. Yes, I would, actually. I'm expecting someone. Thanks. Pride and Prejudice. Do you mind? I bet you read that book every year. I bet you just love that Mr. Darcy, and your sentimental heart just beats wildly at the thought that he and, um, well, you know, whatever her name is, are truly, honestly going to end up together. Can I get you something? No, no, he's not staying. Mochaccino, decaf, non-fat. No, no, you are not staying. I'll just stay here until your friend gets here. Gee, is he late? The heroine of Pride and Prejudice is Elizabeth Bennet. She is one of the greatest and most complex characters ever written. Not that you would know. As a matter of fact, I've read it. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> I think you'd discover a lot of things if you really knew me. If I really knew you, I know what I would find instead of a brain, a cash register, instead of a heart, a bottom line. What? I just had a breakthrough. What is it? I have you to thank for it for the first time in my life when confronted with a horrible, insensitive person. I knew exactly what I wanted to say, and I said it. Well, I think you have a gift for it. That was a perfect blend of poetry and meanness. Meanness? Let me tell you something about meanness. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just trying to pay you a compliment. Oh, oh, what why are you touching that? Is what this are you a doing? red rose? No, you know, you know, it's a crimson rose. Let's actually cut off there. Yeah. Was, okay. I think he sells those lines pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, I mean, I think, I think Tom Hanks sells all his line, his lines. I'd say, especially it, she had to be, she had to be. Um, Kathleen Kelly is saying things. It doesn't sound right, but yeah. also it is in universe out of character. Uh, which she part? comments the fact that she normally does not insult people. Oh, but right. Now, yeah. Now she insults people the first time. He yeah. Fi- she finally got the ability to zing. Yes, uh, but that's not. I don't know. I mean, it's our character is developing. As I we guess, speak. yeah. But uh, I mean, that's the thing. In the original, they were kept apart because she zinged too much. Whereas in this, <laughs> like, she's a pushover in real life, uh-huh. and he's a you know, and he's a fox. So, like, in a lot of ways, uh, what is keeping them apart? Like, are can they literally not get together because of the conflict of interest? Is it the um, fact that like she is now going to the mat? Is is that the reason? Yeah. And no. Like it's like I don't know. Like it's like is there any reason they couldn't be like okay, you know? I'll be like let's actually be nice to each other. Like what is keeping them apart? Well, they're themselves. They they are too. They are both too proud. Uh, to and um, too prejudiced and too too proud and too prejudiced. God, it's so thematic. Uh, to um, you know, to level with each other and and figure out what's actually going on. It reminds me of the book uh, *Pride and Prejudice*, ah. which you know a lot of people say this is the favorite among the works of Jane Austen, and one of the most beloved and widely read among all English novels. And I, one of the greatest and most complex characters ever written. Some people say in, that in the uh, protagonist Elizabeth Bennet. Yeah, the theme of the book. You know what it is? 
um, Pride? Marriage. Mar- I knew that. I was going to say that. Its I- story centers around the engaging problems. That's uh, a, a play on words. Huh. Of the Bennett household in finding husbands for five marriageable daughters. Particularly, it's a story of Elizabeth Bennett and Mr. Darcy, who meet and fall in love only to be estranged by their proud and prejudiced hearts. Wow. Uh, so I, I was actually going to try to read this ahead of time. Uh, yeah. I read 30 pages uh, you know, ran out of time, but I read the back cover, which covers. You know, I just read that right now. Yeah, I, I can tell. Basically, all you need to know. I watched a few movie trailers too. So uh, they made a whole book out of that. Yeah, they got that. They they wrote the back cover, <laughs> and then Jane Austen uh, fleshed it out into a book. So uh, I mean, the thing about it is, you know, it is about people who are kind of both haughty, and you know, kind of unnecessarily cold to each other because they don't really trust I mean I think they're 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 both independent they don't really realize they're 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 a bit out of step with the social graces of their time mm. um, I mean I think people really like Elizabeth Bennett uh, Lizzie Bennett oh. you know I think because she's she's very headstrong uh-huh. uh, but then also I mean like people like like her yeah we're watching all these like you know there's all these like screen grabs of the BBC version it's like Oh, here's six minutes where Lizzie Bennett is just like kicking ass for six minutes, and it's mostly of her just kind of like staying silent and like looking like pissed off, <laughs> which is like I think that's what people want. They uh, the her main I mean I'll say this I don't I mean uh, Kathleen Kelly she's like the most complicated and complex characters in in literature, but I'd say it seems like the what people like out of her from someone who is not intimately related you know uh, acquainted with the book. Is just the fact she is central, and she kind of is just you know, she's relatably peeved all the time. Uh-huh. Captain know? Kelly, uh, uh, Elizabeth yeah. Bennett. Okay. Which I mean that I mean I think the centrality of the character is what attracts Kathleen Kelly because she cares a lot about fitting your life into a nice narrative in which her life is central. Sure. In uh, on the Wikipedia page, we'll say that sometimes Pride and Prejudice is. Is criticized for being too fairy tale like. Well, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a novel. Sure, but the Anna Karenina is a novel, and it's not fairy tale like. Uh, yeah, and it's it's notable they swapped out for one for the other. That's true. Oh yes, she Very wants true. simple. She wants simple resolutions. Yes, and she's she's gonna get it. <laughs> she's gonna get it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, let's see. So. I think you discover a lot of things if you really knew me. Correct. That's good. Key line. Yeah. Point that out. And then we have this perfect blend of poetry and meanness, which is that's lifted right from the original. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to hear more of the original? And then we'll get to... Uh, Sure. Okay. I'm only trying to pay you a compliment. Mr. Crowley, please. I told you I was expecting somebody. Look, if your party doesn't show up, would I... Would uh, don't I... worry about that. My party will show up, so you don't have to entertain me. He's walking around, and he grabs the chair back-to-back. Which is what's happening in front of us right now. Yeah. Have you read Zola's Madame Bovary? Madame Bovary is not by Zola. Mr. Crawley, are you still here? Are you deliberately trying to spoil my evening? Why do you want to do me harm? Why do you hate me so? I don't hate you. Oh, I suppose you love me. 
Oh, why should I? What have you done to make me love you? Well, I don't want you to love me. I don't. And I think this is further than yeah, we, we are. That's, that's but, what we got. You know, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but he, yeah, she lifts, you know, uh, the, it's, it's actually changed a bit. If you know, it's a whole like line about the heart and everything, you know, uh, instead of a, instead of a heart, a handbag, instead of a soul, a suitcase, instead of an intellect, a cigarette letter, which doesn't work in this, it is instead of a heart, a cast register, instead of a soul, a bottom line. The original was a lot more poetic. Uh, yeah, a nice combination of poetry and meanness. You've got, right, yeah. No, but you've got, you've got alliteration going on in the original and, um, just a little bit more lyricism. Well, they're different modes. I mean, I think, uh, you know, uh, the Efrons, I think really obviously have a ton of skill, but not really in the same mode as Samson, Samson Raffleson, the screenwriter of the original. Hmm. You know, I mean, they they are not golden era Hollywood screenwriters. That is 100% accurate. I would say, in fact, they got their start in the 70s and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, wrote films throughout the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Oh, yeah. Um. So, I mean, but I guess the, why those lines specifically, could they have just lifted those lines directly? Like, why why did that need to change to cash well, register? A handbag would be line? weird because he's, he's he doesn't sell handbags. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it could be a, a handbook. <laughs> handbook, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Instead of a heart. I, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, he says like a heart, a cheap book. It's hard to kind of say like, yeah, what, what is a nice. book you only sell? No, you that's know? instead of a heart, a cheap book. A cheap paperback. No, a cheap, instead a cheap of book. a heart, a paperback. Instead of a heart, a cheap book. Instead of a, a, a what's the next a one? A soul. A soul. A discount <laughs> Dis, uh a all right it's fine they yeah, did a good job i mean i, I think i think yeah. it, it all right. I, actually if i it's, can't it's, do any better in 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 two minutes then they did a good job <laughs> that's a very high line <laughs> um all right and then what we have so as we get the line about perfect blend of poetry and meanness what happens very key we see an explosion in the back of the room <laughs> <laughs> Nice no. doily on the table, by the way. Uh, something else equally momentous happens. Uh, he makes a drink order. No, that happened earlier, oh. but we can go through that. Okay. But um, the drink arrives. Oh, the drink arrives. Okay. Oh, her tea arrives. Is that her tea or is that... Or she gets a tea and he gets the mochaccino and the, he gets mochaccino very discreetly. That was... I. So I wrote down mochaccino arrives very fast, but we should oh. trace through this. Oh, okay, that's yeah, her yeah. tea. That's her tea. No, he's he's now going to order the mochaccino. mochaccino. Let's tune in. Decaf, no, no, you are not staying. Mochaccino decaf non-fat. So tick, 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 Jeez, tick. Is he late? The heroine of Pride and Prejudice is Elizabeth Bennet. Mochaccino decaf She is one of the greatest non-fat. and most complex characters ever written. Not that you would know. As a matter of fact, I've read it. Oh, well, good for you. I think you'd discover a lot of things if you really knew me. If I really knew you, I know what I would find. Instead of a brain, a cash register. Instead of a heart, a bottom line. Still waiting for the mochaccino. Yeah. We're Decaf. Waiting. No fat. What? I just had a breakthrough. What is it? I have you to thank for it for the first time in my life when confronted with a horrible... It happens... I, we get it right after the blend of poetry and meanness. Tell you. 
Well, I think you have a gift for it. That was a perfect blend of poetry Wait. and meanness. That uh, blend. Let Speaking of blend. Don't misunderstand the me. Blend is about there it is. Oh, hell yeah. That is a really fast mochaccino. Oh, oh. That Absolutely. Is, it is not possible to make a mochaccino that fast. They have like a heat lamp with a bunch of mochaccinos. Yeah, they've got, they must have a pre-made mochaccino that they hand him. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's absolutely impossible to make a mochaccino that fast. There's no way. They have a mochaccino river. They just dip into it. Yeah. But it has to have it has to arrive by then because he's got to take it to his new table. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. So it's <laughs> you could imagine that he goes to the new table and then and then there's an extended scene where the waiter is very confused and is like, "Where does this go? I don't know where this goes." I mean, I don't. And then think he raises that... his hand and says, "Over here. I moved back here." <laughs> I think I think the waiters are heads up. They they recognize. You yeah, know. they would. They would. He looks like uh, Tom Hanks. So yes. He's recon- recognizable. And then she says the line, everything is a joke to you. That's true. Which is true. Yeah, I, I thought that was a good, it, it's it's a good encapsulation of his character. And that's the difference between Krolik, Jimmy Stewart, and Joe Fox. For whom every, everything is so just unbearably genuine and sincere. I mean, sincere Krolik, and, his ugh. main, he doesn't joke enough because he's too. I can't do it. I just, he's yeah. too concerned with the handbags and the suitcases. I know. He can't loosen up because I, he's actually a constrained business. Whereas Joe Fox is in the highest echelon of the business world, but he can't actually deign to care about business at all. So instead, like he actually, you know, when we saw him estimate, you know, cash flows, he's 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 apparently has some gift for it, but you know, he spends most of his energy just joking around. Sure. Yeah. So, but that I mean, yeah, you you know, there's a lot of that's that's it's a very real you know, it's a real it's a real uh, um, yeah. Which which Krolik when he's in this scene, he's saying like, there's a lot you don't know about me, which is saying like, I have I I'm a person, I have an inner life. You know, you should get to know me as more than just your supervisor. Whereas this, there's more you don't know about me. Like honestly. He, I, is there? Because he just like uh, well, in both cases, uh, the the more is the fact that they are a correspondent over you know over mail and one. I mean, but they do the know, same when they're talking, but, like when they're angry at each other I, at Vince Mancini's party and he's riffing. Yeah, that's the same exact stuff he does in his in his his emails. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like, I guess, there is not I two mean, modes; the yeah, same mode. But if you were to ask me, like. Who's got more interesting stuff going on outside of work, Krolik or Joe Fox? I would say Joe Fox 100%. I'd say Krolik. At minimum, we know he's got a boat. I don't know. It's like, you know, boat guys. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's, you know, he's bopping, hopping and bopping around those, around those uh, street fairs, you know? I mean, he does have a family. We don't he's, know Krolik's yeah, family. He's got a fa- he's got, there's a whole, you know, yeah, I, I think he is, it, and I mean, if you were to grab a beer with someone between Krolik and Joe Fox, I mean, there's no contest. You I would mean, absolutely grab a beer with Joe Fox ahead of Krolik. I mean, I, mean, I would say, like, I, I can't speak Hungarian, so. Well, I mean, okay. Uh, Jimmy Stewart versus Tom Hanks. Uh, I mean, it, it matters the context. I, I mean, Tom Hanks. I looked up... Today, because I was tagging him in a post on... Um, I mean, uh, Tom Hanks' thing has always been irreverent, carefree... Right. Uh, That's whereas the sort Jimmy of person Stewart's you want to grab a beer with. ...is integrity and earnestness. Ugh, I know. Yeah. Well, but it's so, like, overblown. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. And then we have the conclusion here. And there's a big finale. 
huge finale. Huge finale. So so Joe Fox moves to the other table. Correct. Well, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll turn this back on when he picks up the flower. Okay, but we'll, not then we'll, until then. Not a second earlier. Not a second sooner than when he picks up the flower. Yeah. The Cafe Lalo graphic, kind of ugly. Yeah, very 90s. Well, it's 90s, but it tries to be 1890s gay Paris. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean it's it's the most bad '90s thing we've seen. The rest of the movie is very good '90s. It's true, yeah. He has yet to pick up that flower. How much is he playing character and says I've read it, and how much does he actually mean it? And is there any difference between the two? Uh, no, he's not. He's he's never sincere. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but his insincerity is as sincere as it gets. Exactly. That's what's so fun about him. Insensitive person, I know. Then why doesn't she like him? Well, she's gonna. He has still not picked up that flower. We're on we're on flower watch here. We're on flower watch. Oh, oh, why are you touching that? What is this a red rose? No, you know, you know, it's a crimson rose. Something you read about in a book, no doubt. It's funny to you, isn't it? Everything is a joke to you. They Old ladies walking in. Yep. Big little, bouffant. Little mini gag. Huge gag. Please leave. Gaggle. Please, won't. please leave, I beg you. Sincerely asking. I call that a zing. Good burn. Yeah, so now he sits right behind her. She is very taken aback by the move. She takes out her compact mirror. <laughs> and we cut off right at the end of these five minutes. Uh, which as, as she starts to dab her face. And we see his eye pop up in the mirror. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, so the compact mirror. Here's my question. Uh, are those still a thing? Or have they been replaced by phones? Uh, I think phone. I mean, I think maybe some people feel that because, like, you can actually have mirrors that have maybe you know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. If there's any way that's actually like if it's like curved the right way, it's gonna actually look better. But yeah, I, mean, well, I think I think for most I think for most people, the phone is gonna be more convenient and does as good a job, unless it's built into like a makeup box or something. It's like, well, why not? It's already built in. Yeah, I mean, the thing I could see is, like, it uh, maybe it, it, it provides a more naturally lit um, image, uh, you know, versus the phone, which, you know, going through a phone camera, you're going to get distortions in the lighting and, you know, and whatnot, depending on on the camera. So you know, NSA is going to snip it. Yeah, versus a mirror, which is going to, you know, pretty much play back, you know, your face in whatever lighting it's... Uh, in. It's, a, it's a killer app of the, of the mirror. <laughs> it's, it's the killer app of the mirror. It plays back only one thing, but that one thing is reality. That's huge. That's yep. huge. Yeah. Can you imagine having a TV that just shows reality? <laughs> That's... <laughs> Mark Burnett's dream. <laughs> That's a, that'd be such a good thing. It's like, you know, you replace your uh, LCD you know, television with, uh, you know, just a mirror. And then you have a gigantic banner over the top of it which says reality TV. <laughs> That's very Why good. Is it, I'm, someone who must have done an art installation called Reality TV that's a bunch of mirrors that has to happen. 
I saw someone uh, proposed an art installation where they would just it'd be <laughs> a camera, what? and then the next day they would show the video of the people the day before. Oh, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess. I mean, what? Yeah. What? Um, uh, pro- proposing art installations seems like a weird construct. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, that's what contemporary art is. You just need a you need a bit. No, no. I, I mean, but then like do it. You know. I mean, don't don't spend your time proposing art installation. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So um, okay, what else is going on here? Uh, she's tucking. She's tucking. I mean, there's a lot of like he. Uh, what's his bit with a flower, by the way? Because he, he puts picks it, it up in his and, mouth. He's like kind of like a mustache, kind of like a pirate. Yeah, uh, yeah. He does the. Um, it's good. I mean, it's kind of a little bit over the top as far as just you know, his just whole, like grabbing stuff and like that. Whole thing is over the top. When has he ever not been over the top? So a lot of people, I'll say, a lot of people get livid at Joe Fox, saying at this point he becomes a sociopath. Yeah, I, I've heard that. I've heard. Pe- I mean, I've when I've told people that I I do this podcast, they've said, "Well, are you? How dare you?" you? Know, yeah, they're like, they're like, "Well, are you gonna get to the part where, where you talk about him being a psychopath?" You know? Um, and I'm like, "Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there." <laughs> well, and then we get to the end of the movie. It's like, well, it didn't come up. <laughs> Um, so waiting for it. Um, yeah, and it's. I mean, I, I mean, I, I get what they're going for, but at the same time, I mean, we we pretty much established this is a shot for shot, line for line recreation of of Shop Around the Corner. Well, and as so, I said, like in the original, he is actively lying and you know conning her, but he is doing it from a place of love and actually trying to heal each other. Whereas this, like, he is conning her, but is the same is the motivation the same or is the motivation because he's like bored like what is the motivation here uh yeah i think it is kind of, well he's he's a prankster uh, in general uh and you know this is his opportunity to shine i think that one other difference is in the original their letters they're very generous to each other and they actually see the best parts of each other, mm. and they actually kind of know at their heart, even though they are distant in the cruel world they live in, in their letters, their true selves, they're nice and kind people to each other, and they kind of know that's their real selves, and it matters. Whereas in the movie, their emails are explicitly mostly sounding boards for them to talk to themselves. It's the me yeah. generation. It's oh, their, they're like they're nail navel gazing in their letters, and I think honestly they don't really care about their pen pals. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. You know, so I think um, it's a huge difference. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, but that's what technology has done to us. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you don't really care to the person; you just care how many uh, engagement stats you know you get. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else, or do we want to move on? Um, let's see. Just reviewing my notes here. Um, no, I, that's, that's it. Okay, I got yeah. a few notes on, uh, the sideline of, uh, having read the English translation of Parfumery by Miklos Lashlo, originally, Elas Cesar. Okay, so this is the Hungarian play. Yes. Uh, never, never performed in America as a play. It's banned. It's banned, yeah. They won't, so let, they won't it was, let them. It was first produced in Budapest in 1937. It was produced in many countries over the next two decades, but never on the legitimate stage in the U.S. Yeah. So I don't actually know exactly uh, when it was adapted, 
how, like, did they have a crude English translation they worked off of? Or, you know, I, I, I just don't really know. I mean, maybe they, um, maybe they just worked from the original and learned Hungarian. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can, you can, you can find somebody who is like, oh yeah, you'll you'll be an assistant, someone who knows Hungarian and English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's possible. I okay. So reading through this, I am so impressed with the skill of Samson Raffleson, uh, the screenwriter. Oh. And I guess I going through this, I did not realize just how great he was. He wrote, I think. Uh, a ton of, I think, the, the greatest of the Lubitsch films. I love The Spying Lieutenant, obviously Trouble in Paradise, later Heaven Can Wait. Uh, also, he wrote Suspicion, the Hitchcock film. Uh, you know, he wrote uh, the uh, the Jazz Singer. Oh, wow. Uh, I guess original treatment of it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, so I realize Raffleson, like Raphael, the uh, artist, his... His uh, cousin once removed, called nephew on his Wikipedia page, Bob Raffleson, spelled with an F, the director. So that's 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 interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, I would not guess it, like, it's spelled differently. I wouldn't guess it'd be the same thing. But, uh, you know, I'd say the difference between the original and the shop around the corner is, like, zero of the good lines are in the original. <laughs> like, the, the reading through this, it's like if someone... If a bunch of like untalented people were trying to remember the movie and filling out every scene with a lot of like tedious, unfunny, just like weird, like wordy details, it's very, very odd. All the characters are there, and I have to give it a hand. I think the characters are all present, and they mostly work. Uh, it always except when Krolik gets uh, fired. It, it it doesn't have the same kind of richness in the original screenplay. Like, everything is just, like, explaining. It would be like... Uh, everyone has different names, too. Like, I, it's a bit odd. They took zero of the original names. Instead of Matichek, it's Miklos Hammerschmidt. Instead of uh, Alfred Krolik, it's George Horvath. Instead of... Uh, instead of... Uh, what's her name? Something Novak... Uh, I can probably click over to it, but uh, wait, is this? I mean, is this because they were trying to adapt it sufficiently, such they didn't have to acquire the rights to no, it? No, they they acquired the rights. They gave oh. credit in the opening scenes. Instead, of, yeah, instead of what's her what's her name is uh, Clara Novak. It is Amalia Balish. So it's just different, different Hungarian names. Just a bit bit odd. But you know, it's just you get well, a those lot. Those are just those are names that would never work on the big screen. Yeah, man. It's you know, you, you, you pick your spots. But uh, I it's just like so many of the scenes are just so boring to read through because they're just like explaining, like okay, let's talk about your employment details, and it goes on for like six pages or something. It's like, like this is. That's what they. I mean, in Hungary though, they go nuts for that. I guess so. You just need an editor here for any of this. Also, they open like in the movie. Uh, it's like the like seventy five percent of the way in, you get the reveal that. Uh, the store owner, his wife has been unfaithful to him and he tries to commit suicide. It's kind of this bleak, uh, late movie thing. This happens at the end of the first act here. You get no kind of build. Uh, 
and you know it just you just kind of like you don't really introduce the characters as they are in that it's just kind of like you get one scene everything's a single stage uh so i would just miracle work to turn i think some potential in this into i think a superb uh screenplay uh i have been trying to acquire some details on uh yeah, you know, this essay Pauline Kale wrote in the introduction to a collection of uh, Samson Raffleson's screenplays. Oh yeah, very familiar with Pauline Kale. Oh, she's great. Yeah. So here's here's one quote: "The shop around the corner, 1940, is, I think, as close to perfection as a movie made by mortals is ever likely to be. It couldn't be the airy wonder it is with the structure Raffleson built into it. His strength is kept in reserve, but you know it's there. It supplies the tension and the elegance of feeling." The delicate bickering dialogue scenes between Margaret Sullivan and James Stewart have steel underpinnings. And I, I would say that's true. I think, like, almost every line of it, you realize there is a lot of inspiration to make it functional, and I think full of a lot of, uh, I, I think it just, you know, inspired, you know, whimsy poetry. It's it's I it's a great screenplay. So and and it's a my review of the original. Uh, <laughs> like zero good lines. You know, just not not <laughs> not, not nothing nothing to speak about. Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I mean was it uh, so no good lines. Any anything else that was good about it? Uh, I mean, it's, as I said, like, it did all the characters. The character descriptions. Or the character, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, just, like, the vibe, the characters are there. But it's kind of like if you, like, watched a movie and then people are like, okay, you play the roles of all the characters. But then, like, you forgot, like, you have a bunch of people who are just ad-libbing lines, they would say. And it's like, boy, it's the same characters I know just saying a bunch of garbage that isn't that interesting, (laughs) you know? Uh So, I don't know. Um. Uh, another line, uh, Andrew Saris, you know, the the person famous for creating auteur theory, uh, was writing on this. The decency and generosity revealed here transcend the mechanics of the contrivance, and the stellar electricity we turning by Solvent and Stewart energizes even Lubitsch's elegant style to a new peak of emotion. So usually, you know, the, this is a short thing saying that Pauline Kale and Andrew Saris very rarely agreed, but they agreed here. Oh, really? Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's right. uh, it's uh, I I read it. <laughs> I could give more details. Not that like nothing different really happened. I mean, let's say this like as I told you, happens all on one set. So the diner scene happens between acts and is just referred to. Uh, and like <laughs> it's like like none of the funny, interesting play of the movie, the game of the movie. It's all absent. It just does not happen. If, if only they had rotating stages back then, I think they could have. <laughs> the U2 stages? Yeah, then they yeah. could have pulled it off. But Sure. It's a, uh, I don't know. It is okay. what it is. So, don't, so I, if you're anyone out there at home who might be thinking about picking up a copy. I would say if you had a choice of uh, watching Ernst Lubitsch's The Shop Around the Corner or watching the original Hungarian adaptation of, of Parfumery, I would say go for the go for the shop around the corner. Okay, yeah. And what about if you have a choice? What if you only can watch one out of you've got mail, shop around the corner, and parfumery? Uh, I would say it's a tie between watching the shop around the corner, or you've got mail in the uh, Hungarian uh, dub. Ooh, do we take it full circle? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's my review. Okay, very good.
Um, all right. That has been the book, uh, book of tales. <laughs> Good. Well done. Uh, email time? Uh, yeah. Uh, now it is email time. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's write some email. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm loading up gmail.com. Now this has gotten riskier than it used to be because everything I because do. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. Email, very dangerous these days. Everything I do on this computer is is risky, other than recording the show. Why don't is, you use your laptop? Is risky. I, that's what I have. Oh, I could use my desktop, actually. Okay. Why don't you use your desktop? I'll use my desktop. Let's don't you, do that. Okay. Let's keep okay. the laptop doing what it's doing, and let's open up Gmail on the desktop here. I've got two computers in front of me, as per usual, given the setup. Okay, and we're going to search for... Uh, uh, what are we going to search for? Chip Davis. Uh, lots of stuff. Okay, the Convoy Podcast. <laughs> you have a lot of emails with Chip Davis in it? I do. There's actually a lot here. So we've got... <laughs> we've got uh, this one has the Blue Chip Index, Blue Chip Wines. Uh, okay, so I've got a, I've got a Michelle... Michelle... And then me, and then Michelle again in 2016. Is Terry just mentioned, or you also talked to Terry? Uh, well, there's an yeah, there's another. So I have another thread that's starred, where I have Terry, I have Terry, and only Terry. I yeah we. <laughs> oh no, here we go. So we in this thread. So we had a separate thread for whatever reason. We had a, we had a thread with Terry and a thread with Michelle separately. And then what I did as my last message here is as of uh, July of, of twenty July of twenty seventeen, I okay. said I put I put them both on the same thread. I brought in Michelle onto the thread with Terry, uh, where Terry had recently like asked for times and we had proposed them. <laughs> oh, wow, we got that close. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was asking whether we wanted to pre-tape or live. Like, we were we were pretty close here. All right. And so we have... We should let them know that since then we've talked to the Dog Brothers and Haywood Gould. Yeah, that's right. We're big now. Uh, okay. So, he sa- so uh, we had... My last reply to them was, Hi, Terry and Michelle. Just wanted to check in quickly... <laughs> Just wanted to check in quickly now that the Christmas season is behind us. Yeah, exactly. We've been chugging along with the podcast and would still be very much up for interviewing Chip Davis if he is if he has availability soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do we deal with the the Christmas? So should we just say? No, like, I think you you uh, you. I think you reply to the same email now. Reply to this email. Yeah. Hi. It's like hi. Uh, just following hello up. Again. Yeah. Hello again, Terry. And Michelle. Perfect. Uh, just, just following up. Just following up uh, uh, as as another holiday season is upon us. Yeah, we want to, you know, just, uh, you know, Christmas will soon be over. We hope, you know, Chip uh, has been having a uh, wonderful Yuletide. Uh, uh, and as, as uh, January springs, we hope to be at the top of this calendar. <laughs> I, I, okay. Hi, hello again, Terry and Michelle. Perfect. Comma. Just following up as another holiday season is just following up, comma, 
as another holiday season is uh, is now in upon full us, swing is now upon us. Um, it's been a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's been a crazy uh, year for all of us. Um, uh, but an exciting one. <laughs> An exciting one for uh, the Earful um, Podcast Project. The Earful Podcast Project. Uh, how much detail do we want to give them? Did just say it's like, uh, you know, just want to follow up when uh, Chip's uh, schedule becomes less crazy after the uh, holidays. Do we, we want to just... name drop the dog bros and, and no, hey, no, we cool no, here no, though? No, no, sure? no, okay. no, no. I mean, well, what if I just, what if at the end we just sign it as. Uh, Alan, Mark, the Dog Brothers, and and Haywood Gould. Cheers, comma. Alan, Mark. No, don't. No, it's, it's uh. Alan, Mark, and Haywood. Should I CC Haywood? I'm gonna CC Haywood. No, do absolutely not. Okay. Uh, we gotta work connections here. Actually, by the way, do you want to say the uh, convoy? The uh, the song uh, had its 45th anniversary last month. Oh. Uh, by the way. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats to Chip. On the 45th anniversary. On the 45th anniversary of the song Convoy. So wait, was he involved with the song Convoy? I forget the whole thing. He is a writer of the song Convoy. Okay, great. That's All the right. whole reason. Well, I didn't know if he was the writer of the show. of the, or the, <laughs> the He show also did the score of the, of the movie. movie. He did the score of the movie. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. See, it was, you know, it wasn't like, super... uh, And to be fair, co-written with Bill Fries. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, just following up as another holiday season is now upon us. It's been a crazy year for all of us, but an exciting one for the Earful Podcast Project. Yeah, we're, we'd be excited to uh, follow up and uh, and commemorate the 45th anniversary um, of Convoy song. We'd love to commemorate the 45th anniversary of uh, the song Convoy. Uh, by, you know, uh, with, with an interview with Chip. Uh, let us know availability. Convoy, um, and discuss other matters. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, provided Chip uh, is still available. Because <laughs> he was so available before. Yeah. Um, so, um, so just get back to us for convenience. Uh, thank you, the Podful, uh, the Podful gang. Uh, 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 what did, what, what's our sign? We have a sign off with them. No. Ten four. 10-4. 10-4. Over and out. 10-4. Good buddy. 10-4. No, 10-4 is not actually 10. They said something. We can say 10 We're a little bit rusty. I know. Okay, let's take it from the top here. Hello again, Terry and Michelle. Just following up as another holiday season is now upon us. It's been a crazy year for all of us, but an exciting one for the Earful Podcast Project. Uh, despite, despite... Despite, uh, despite, despite the global, sh- <laughs> despite the, <laughs> despite the novel coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, despite, um, just, 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 all right. just it's been a crazy it year for all of us, but an exciting one. Uh, it's been a difficult year. No, it's been, okay. a, uh, it's been a crazy year for all of us, but an exciting one for the Earful Podcast Project as, as production has continued. And how? As production has continued, parentheses, safely. 
We'd love to commemorate the 45th anniversary of the song Convoy and discuss other matters, provided Chip is still available. Um, I'm just verifying Chip Davis also wrote uh, I, a, Around the World Barber Duck. Oh, oh, okay. All right. I would actually <laughs> like to talk about that almost as much or more. Uh, we'd love to commemorate the 45th anniversary of Sun Convoy and discuss other matters, provided Chip is still available. Um, cheers. is good. Just, yeah. Cheers. Cheers Alan and 10-4. And Mark. Che- ten- cheers and 10 10 it doesn't matter. Ten four over and out. Alan and Mark. Perfect. All right. It doesn't matter because they'll never respond. <laughs> no, they will. All right. Uh, hello again, Terry and Michelle. Just following up as another holiday season is now upon us. It's been a crazy year for all of us, but an exciting one for the Earful Podcast Project, as production has continued safely. We'd like to commemorate the 45th anniversary of the song Convoy and discuss other matters, provided Chip is still available. Ten four over and out, Alan and Mark. And then write, P.S., uh, this will successfully remove you from our feuding section. Did we tell them about the feuding section? Uh, no, that's what we'll, we'll get. If they don't get back to us, then we spring it on them. P.S. No, no, just feud, leave it off for now. Feud is happening. Uh, write that in, like, like uh, invisible text. <laughs> in white text on the... Yeah. Well, but it doesn't... Who knows what they're, whether they've got dark mode on or not. Oh, that'd be yeah. deadly. Uh, just leave it off for now. I think this is great. I think we're gonna. I think we're. we're, we're this is gonna All be right. a jackpot. I'm gonna set. I'm set. I set. Nice. Sent. Wonderful. What a great sent. segment. We that has been. We write an email. <laughs> All right. Ooh, wow. All right, we did it. We did it. Terry we're finding Michelle. a lot of good ways to kill time in this yeah. very lackluster five minutes. I feel like. Uh, yeah. Oh. It also. Oh no. Um, a n- a numerology update. It's happening. Hold on. Hold on. Real quick. Let's close the email thing. Uh, 8.39 p.m. on a Friday, ideal time to write an email. To <laughs> <laughs> requesting requesting that someone do something for you. Can you undo the email and then schedule it to be sent Monday morning? No, I'm, I'm, it's done. It's out. It's, well, don't, no, does, don't they give you like a few minutes to not, undo an email? No, only, if you, only if you enable that feature. Oh, okay. I send. I, I fly by the seat of my email pants. Sure. Well, let's, let's ping it Monday morning just to be safe. Yeah, Monday morning. Hey, hey, Terry, Michelle, just want to bump this to the top of your inbox for the week. Thanks. Perfect. For Christmas week. <laughs> oh, it's the perfect time. Sending an email on Friday before Christmas week. <laughs> to Chip Davis. Two unresponsive PR people. For the guy yeah. who is the busiest Christmas uh, schedule. For the, guy, for the guy who is, yeah, for whom Christmas is... Second only to Mr. Claus himself. Yes, yes. Uh... <laughs> okay, all right. So let's, uh, yeah, uh, you've got some um, numerology, you said? Yeah, quick, quick numerology update. Do you want? Would you like a numerology stinger uh, yeah, yeah, give to, me a quick to stinger. tee you up here? Okay, this is the uh, numerology uh, segment. Uh, finish the sentence. NY152. Uh, now think about Krolik when he is writing to. Uh, was he writing to uh, or he is writing it from. Uh, okay, it's, it's his box. Oh, the box. Is it P- box 152? It should be. But instead, it's box. Two three seven. Oh, does, does that ring any bells? 
237. Yeah, the two the 237 freeway. 237 is the, uh, there's a documentary about The Shining, room 237. Oh. So it's, it's a oh. notable number, and I think, uh, okay. yeah, so that's, that's all I'm saying. I think, right. uh, you know, Shining fans looking for another, uh, Mystery to get into. Should, yeah, uh, another PFNO or Killers. Yeah, I should look into box uh, 237. <laughs> all that's, right. That's that all is, I got. All right, that has been the numerology segment. But I will say, I mean, maybe this would... Hold on, chill. Right. Maybe this now would you, not... Now you may talk. Maybe this would not have worked based on the fact that it's his Riverside address, but if he was NY237, actually, I think that would have been really nice. I think it would have been very nice. I would have loved it. Yeah, I think everyone crowds crowds the world over. They would have, have heard that. that line. They would have stand up and cheered. Yes. Uh, time for drink the up. Okay, it's gonna be we're gonna go rapid fire here now because uh, we're gonna go drink of the up. Then we're gonna go um, uh, where where hack of the up and then where in the air we and have then thirteen minutes. We're doing fine. We have so much to do. Uh, okay, uh, this is a drink. Of the app. <laughs> I need to get to the I need to get to the, the version of this without the lyrics. Mm. It's good. Don't sweat. Alright. Drink of the app. Mochaccino um, decaf non-fat. Has to be. Has to be. Yeah, we've got I mean it's front and center. I mean the, so our other option is tea, right? Oh no, thumbs down. But yeah, thumbs double thumbs down, two thumbs down to the tea. Um, I mean, there's lots of other drinks in this cafe, but we don't know what they are. So, definitely. Yeah, we, we've, we've, we've not had a mochaccino. We have had the uh, tin, tall skim caramel macchiato, but yeah. not the mochaccino. Close. Yeah, exactly. We so have the cappuccino. We get the espresso. such a range of coffee drinks. This movie is so 90s. In the final episode, should we get all of these set up and we drink all of them <gasps> in the course of the episode? Well, only if only if by that point we're, you know, it, it's it's uh, we're post-COVID and, you know. That's can, a good question. We, can, we, we might can drink actually, coffee drinks again. We have a great uh, throughput. We're 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 chugging along. That's true. We're getting pretty. We're, we, we have we're never had this kind of uh, this kind of pace before. Well, we're gonna need to pause for the Chip Davis month. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so that's um, been drink the up. That has been. Well, it's uh, would you real quick recap. Mochaccino, uh, decaf, non-fat. Correct. Drink of the up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. Uh, now let's do a little bit of what we like to call... Whoa, okay. Woo, buddy. Hack of the app. Okay, I think there's a clear hack here. A clear a clear bug to be hacked. Uh, the fact that they don't... They, uh, and just to let you know, hack of the app, this is where we uh, create better living through technology. We... Uh, Take the ver- veritable hacks eye view and and improve the lives. Veritable where's eye view. No, that's where in the air. Oh right. Yeah. Well, this I is got where we segments confused. We well, find we find a glitch in the matrix, and we hack it till it's till it's all better. Sure. Um. So let's see. The fact they don't know that they're that she doesn't know that he's the person she's been talking to online. No, no, that's that's stupid. Who cares? Okay. Uh, uh, the fact that it's hard to see her from the outside. That's interesting, but I don't think so. I think the the clear the clear glitch 
Uh, the guy, the guy's the having trouble finding a chair. Yeah, the chair is not readily available, or that he doesn't know if the chair is available without having to ask. Yes, exactly. And the main thing is he needs a chair, and the amount of work he has to do to get the chair it's is really intolerable. Yeah, absolutely intolerable. It almost ruins her evening. It it almost ruins everyone's evening. Yeah, it's I mean, imagine how the scene would have went if the chair was missing, and she just is like weeping because she has no chair, and then he comes in to to sit down. And, uh, you know, the, the movie ends. <laughs> yeah. You can't do anything from there. Uh, and, so, then, okay. and then you get a post credit scene, uh, you know, about where the chair went. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a clear glitch. But, I mean, uh, we, yeah. mean we do have more. But no, if we're going like to lock it. in. Yeah, let's lock it in. Okay. So, so you're going to lock it in on the chair. Uh, okay. So let's talk about possible fixes. Lots of chairs. Yeah. Just a I whole, mean, <laughs> just chairs, like chairs Velcro to the walls. So you just, like, pop one down when you need it? I mean, that's the thing, too. If the entire floor is, like, a densely packed uh, array of chairs, then you can't not have a chair because you're guaranteed to have it there. Exactly. Uh, The problem there is you want to have a table. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? A chair that is also a table? Nuggets. Oh, hell yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those. So that's a collapsible, constructible child set of chairs. Uh, Furniture, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's going to work too well inside of a restaurant. Hmm. Uh, might be unsavory for different reasons, but uh, I don't. I, I guess the question is: Okay, wh- why? Why are chairs? Why are chairs? People have asked this a while. Like, is why do chairs exist? Right, because there were there was a time when people just you know sat on the ground. And I think this is kind of like an evolutionary question. First, there was no chairs. Then there were chairs. What's next? Lounge chairs. Well, okay. So what what do chairs solve? Like, well, I guess they uh, solve they, they solve they like, put you in a position uh, where closer to the ground uh, or. Or farther away from the ground, depending on where you're coming from. Um, like a high chair. Well, or just, I mean, as opposed to sitting on the ground, which is your other alternative. Well, so you then, can't just stand. You can't just stand. Well, think humans, outside the box. Humans have limits to the amount of time they can stand. Yeah. I would imagine, like, if instead of a chair, they just had, like, tranches mm. full of, like, a nice uh, high-viscosity liquid. Ooh, like yeah, a, like, a, like a quicksand or something. Big old, like a like a spa kind. I of, guess I'm like a non-Newtonian liquid. Yeah, because like okay. a non-Newtonian liquid, it's really nice because when you don't move around, you know, it's uh, it's kind of nice and easy. But then if like you get jerked, you get stuck in place. Yeah, yeah. So if you had like a full, like tranche, you could just kind of like stand up in it, and it could be lowered into the ground. That's one option. Okay. Uh, okay, what are the other problems that's, that chairs solve? Um, they, um, they're the great, um, they're the great height leveler. That's not true because actually I am at a disadvantage because most of my height is my legs. Oh, so if I am sitting next to someone who has short legs, high torso, yeah. See, I will be no, but, well, but if that person is is shorter than you normally, then the chairs are the great height leveler. <laughs> but if they're taller than me, that makes it, it heightens the well, gap. Well, that doesn't. I mean, I didn't say a comprehensive height leveler. <laughs> <laughs> you can't deny that you did not say that. Um, 
Okay, so chairs, they relax you. Oh, yeah. What else relaxes you? A massage. Absolutely. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, so what? instead so of chairs, they're like gig workers uh, giving you massages. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you, and like... So they could just be squatting there. Yeah. You sit on them, and they massage your thighs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's going to work in a cafe setting. And here's the thing, too. Instead of asking for a chair, then you can use an, an app, and ah. you just press the app saying, I need a, a chair. And this would be like, how would you spell it? There's a button in the app. There's yeah, it'd be app like, this would be an app called CHR, CHR for chair. CHR, sure. Chair. Yeah, and, and there's just one big button that says, I need a chair. I need a chair. And then within a few minutes, someone will rush into the restaurant mm. and just crouch next to your table. Uh, and then you can sit on them, and then they'll massage your, your uh, legs. Sure. And, and, and back. I think it yeah. reach around. Sure, yeah. I think that'd be very convenient. Yeah, sure. 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 Uh, okay, so uh, I, I picked the. I picked the. Oh no! You, wait, wait! You played the glitch. I, so pl- I, I, I picked the glitch. You picked. You picked the glitch. So I'm gonna pick the uh, the hack, and, and I would say I, I'm 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 psyched for chair. I'm gonna fund it. Okay, let's fund the chair. Perfect. F- or chair. Sure. 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 And that's been hack the app. That's been hack of the app. All right. Very good. And then we're gonna go right right back into uh, without. <laughs> That too much of a of an interruption. We're gonna go right back into where in the air. This is a perfect amount of interruption. Oh, this is good. Let's go. Let's go. What does she look like? Okay. Uh, where in the air? We're gonna rate the movie as a whole as a whole. Movie up until this point as a whole. These five minutes as a whole. We're gonna rate them on a scale of. One to five, no half stars, mean, median mode, all 2.5. And, oh, this is good. I like it. All right. Are you ready? Uh, I am ready. Okay. Movies a whole as a whole. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one four four and a half stars. I think four stars. Okay. All right. Uh, movie up until this point as a whole. Ready? Sure. Three, Three two, two, one. Four, four stars. Four and a half stars. Oh, okay. okay. Evening out. And then these five minutes. Ready? Okay. Three, Three, two, two one, two one and a half stars. I think one star. One and a half, yeah, one, one and a half, two, two stars. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I'll go with two. Okay, I'll go with one. All right. Uh, okay, that has been where in the air. Oh, very, very good, very good hacking music. Gotta love it. All right, you not a to. whole lot left to do, um, but there is some. First is, this is how you can contact us. Here's a bowl. Here's okay. You here's we'll do a question answer stop. You give me a prompt, I will answer it. I'll give you a prompt, you answer it. Ready? Three, two, one. I want to Twitter you at earful of. I want to email you. I want to go to your website. Earfulof.com. Very good. Very good. Okay. Ooh, boy. I think it's clear. I think it's actually helpful. It's functional. It's getting there. It's getting there. I think it got there and it's going above and beyond. Yeah, I think so. Speaking of going above and beyond. We gave you a thrill... And it's been the thrill of our lifetimes as well. The thrill you get when you're sending an email. 
And whether it's two, some of the top whether notch it's two, publishers. Whether it's CC or it's whether from. it's BCC. Oh, I love the blind carbon copy. You know, it just every email. It's like a it's a it's a, it's a passageway to a different universe. But what, what you, you find do there? with that emails? That's that's <laughs> up, up to you. Sucker. When you became the world's greatest surfer.